Hello, and welcome to Shopify Masters, the podcast powered by Shopify, your companion for starting and building a business. I'm Shuang Esther Shan, and I want to know how do you pack your lunches or snacks? Whether it's for school or work, there just seems to be so much single-use plastic that gets involved. That's the exact realization that sparked the launch of Lunch Skins for founder and CEO Kirsten Quigley. Lunch Skins makes both 100% biodegradable lunch bags and straws, as well as reusable food packages. With Lunch Skins, families have been able to replace nearly 2.8 billion plastic bags with reusable or biodegradable alternatives. Kirsten is here to share how she's making sustainability accessible for everyone, one packed meal or a snack at a time. Kirsten, welcome to the show. Thank you, Schwang. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here talking with you. So great to have you with us. We know that sustainability and environmental science is a constant interest of yours. So can you tell us how did this passion begin? You know, Lunchkins evolved out of my love uh, for nature, being in the outdoors. It goes back to early childhood. I loved exploring the woods behind me, the you know environment around me. And that led to my um, interest in, you know, following, uh, you know, education and environmental sciences and then coming out of school, really looking to get involved in um, environmental organizations and sustainability on kind of a personal passion and professional level. And and one thing led to the other and it kind of led to my um, aha in developing Lunchkins as a mission driven brand designed to eliminate plastic waste, as you as you kind of mentioned, and, and just really giving people an easy alternative to plastic and helping to make a difference in every day with small choices. And motherhood, your children have been a big inspiration for Lunch Skins. So take us back to that moment where you realized you wanted to create this difference and actually launch this business. Yeah, you know, it was, an, it was kind of a an easy evolution, quite honestly. I mean, while raising my family, and like so many of us do, we see things that uh, we want to change. We we look for, you know, alternatives, and sometimes we create them ourselves. And so, you know, fast forward to raising my family and wanting to raise them with that same love of nature and and value for the environment. I was just noticing how much single use plastic we were using and and there's so much packaging that we can't control but then there are things that we can control and i didn't see any great options for me in my own personal life um, as i was packing lunches day in day out for a, a growing family of four kids 20 lunches a week you know we were out at game fields and after school activities and running around the woods and hiking on the weekends and i didn't see any good options for replacement to a single use plastic bag So Lunchkins kind of evolved as something I needed. I needed a better alternative, something that was greener, that was easy, that was affordable. You know, again, the statistic that launched it all, I like to say, was was one that I heard from my kids when they came home from school one day learning about, you know, the environment and things we could do. Um, to to be greener and live live a greener lifestyle, more sustainable. The the statistic was that 20 million plastic sandwich bags were thrown out every day, and I thought that you know wow that's a lot, and we're we're part of that statistic, and let's see what we can do to be part of the solution. 
So you had initially this idea to create a reusable lunch bag, one that you can use over and over again to maybe pack sandwiches and things of that sort. So how did you begin to design your product and find manufacturing partners that can be a partner for you? Yeah, it was, it, you're right. It began with a reusable concept and we were sourcing, we were looking to create something that was safe and easy and convenient because we know that all good behaviors need an easy path of least resistance. And so we wanted to make it easy for people to kind of come on board and join the movement um, towards you know sustainability and less plastic. The reusable concept was a dishwasher safe fabric. And today now we're using biodegradable paper, sourcing paper concept, but both concepts really were trying to drive everybody towards either you know, towards replacing plastic. So whether you're reusing or reducing plastic through a disposable concept, all of it was kind of towards moving people in the direction to change minds and behaviors and, and truthfully to cater to the disposable culture in the U.S. You, you asked about working with partners. And I think like any business, you know, looking for like-minded partners, looking for partners that shared our values, that were wanting to be part of a journey towards building a brand, building a sustainable brand, and looking for that mutuality. We also think of retailers as our partners too, because on the, on the other side, they are helping us scale this concept of sustainability with their you know, communities and customers. And, and many of them have really leaned into it with us and accelerated our growth, which, is, which has been really positive and really great. So both operation, you know, manufacturing partners and retail partners are really kind of the, the secret sauce of success for any business because you know, you've got to build partners that share your values and mindset and can help you kind of scale on that journey and scale quickly. And looking at the production side early on, has there been any lessons you've learned that you want early founders, early entrepreneurs to take note of when they're going into their first production run for their product? Boy, we've learned so many lessons. Where do I start? <laughs> That's a whole book for itself. But I think that you can make a lot of progress in conversation, but the real kind of rubber meets the road when you get into physical production and, and not relying on a conversation, but relying on kind of proof of, of product, like really asking for and demanding kind of the high standards that you're looking for and having them show you and it's quality control type stuff, but really not ever just relying on, you know, verbal conversations to, to get you there. But and we do so much virtually now seeing, seeing is believing we, we had, this is 10 years ago. So we had to wait and, and the process would take longer because we wanted to really see proof of every step of the process and proof of quality and assurance along the way. And then execution is everything. And that's where we've had our highs and our lows. You know, some of the, the stumbling blocks we had early on were in that execution and it either wasn't executed to the standards or to the timing that we needed and agreed upon. So those things really, really matter. Ideas are great. Ideas are fun, but execution is how you succeed and, and how you build a quality brand that people will come back to. And so finding those partners that can execute flawlessly and well and on time is the most important thing. 
Sounds like quality control and also the ability to validate the quality that you're looking for was super important in those early production runs. And deliver on time. I mean, honestly, I think we've all experienced during COVID, you know, the the world turned upside down. And of course, some of these things were out of our control. But truthfully, you know, you're only as good as your word and your delivery on time. And, and so we all learned and knew before COVID, you know, how important it is to deliver on what the standards are, the quality is, but truthfully on time, because that's how we're measured. And that's how we succeed with our key partners and um, our customers um, is if we, we are, you know, executing and delivering on time, a good quality product that walks the walk in terms of sustainability. And, and that comes down to, you know, some of the the certifications and things that we've worked really hard to get so that we are true to our word as an authentic, sustainable brand. So we talked about how production partners are very important for lunch skins. On the flip side, retail partners are also crucial to lunch skins success. Your products can be found at Whole Foods, Target, Walmart, and so many other retailers. So how did you go about approaching these retailers and how did you build the relationship over the years? Great question because you know, the, the world still operates on relationships. It really does. And I have a lot of good little examples of, of how I've tried to build those relationships. Sometimes you're meeting people at a trade show. Sometimes you're just working through your distributor and trying to find the right contact who can get you to the right buyer. But regardless, however you start that relationship, and often it's, it's a formal category review, we just try to bring the story and the, the mission to differentiate us as a brand when we're talking with our retail partners. And sometimes these relationships truly take years and years before you're ever in the door. I mean, a, a great example is Kroger. We started that conversation almost four years ago. And it was just through a repeated little story or an article or something I read about plastic in National Geographic. I would just periodically continue to kind of educate and inform the buyers about what was happening in the world and why we were relevant. Now that we are working together and in stores, I'll, you know, share things from our own social community when I see something interesting that's happening that'll make them feel good about working with us as a partner. So it's continuing to show them and validate why Lunchkins is is successful or is is the right product for them and their and their consumer base. Um, so a lot of this stuff is just educating our customers, educating our retail partners, keeping them informed and connected. It's kind of like any relationship, just staying relevant. Those little touch points really resonate with folks. They care about the socially environmental impact. We all care a lot more. In some ways, it's elevated the conversation and made this whole concept of climate and sustainability has become very mainstream now. So five years ago, I was having to work a lot harder to thread you know, the story together. It's become a lot easier today. And I think what's really important in your scenario with Kroger and also all your other retailer relationship is that you're conversing not just when you're trying to meet an order or wrap up 
a deal. It's actually continuous conversation and sharing and educating and just keeping up to date when you do have news to share or news that's relevant to lunch skins. No, it's really true. And honestly, it's almost like treating the relationship as if you have to believe you want a long-term relationship. And so I'll see an article in the New York Times about you know, a mandate on banning single-use plastic in certain states or regions. And that's an opportunity for me to share that with a buyer in that region or those states to say, hey, looks like there's going to be some real traction and pressure on reducing plastic. Let's help give your customers a solution. And, you know, so it's letting them know that we are in the right place, the right time, and this is a good decision. And we can kind of back it up with what's going on in the world today. What a great takeaway. I'm chatting with Kristen Quigley, the founder of Lunch Skins. The big part about Lunch Skins is the dedication to sustainability and the environment. And you guys are B Corp certified, BPI certified, FSC certified. So can you tell us what each of these certifications mean and why they're so important for Lunch Skins? Yes, it is very important to us. And we are so proud to be part of the B Corp community. And for those who don't know, B Corp stands for a benefit corporation, and it communicates to our customers and to our community that we are building a brand that is intentional about doing good for people, planet, and profit. And that means a lot to us. Um, and, you know, in our case, the, the impact we're striving towards is diverting plastic bags. And to date, we've you know diverted 2.8 billion single-use plastic bags from landfills and ocean fills. So it's very core to kind of who we are. Uh, you mentioned FSC and BPI and, and why we like those. And they were important to us getting the, the B Corp status is they speak to our full life cycle as a product and a mission driven brand. The FSC certification stands for Forest Stewardship Council and it speaks to the fact that we source raw materials um, and work with partners who are FSC certified that are sustainable um, at the very beginning of production. And then at the very end of production, the BPI stands for Biodegradable Products. It's a Biodegradable Product Institute that ensures and, and kind of validates you uh, your product as something that can be discarded responsibly and sustainably and just go right back into the earth. So all these things come together to give us the confidence to communicate our you know, mission and sustainable product and path to our community. And I think a lot of founders who are in their journey, they do want to incorporate social impact or sustainability within their business model. Are there some tips or advice you have for fellow founders who are wanting to achieve some of these certifications? I think it's um, probably a, a little bit easier today because it is top of mind. You know, climate friendly practices are becoming, as we talked about, more mainstream and top of mind. and I think the tip would be doing your homework to know what it is you want to do. You don't need to boil the ocean. You don't need to do it all, but pick the few things that you want to do well and really look to who are the gold standards for who, who is doing that well and communicating that well to consumers. Because there are so many things that we get bombarded with 
as consumers. And I think we wanted to step back and really understand without trying to do it all and get a bunch of labels and things slapped on our, our boxes and our product, what is the most meaningful way we can, and, and we will educate and inform our consumers and partners, but what is the mo- what are the most important things we can do as a, a paper product or a reusable product, but in this case, a paper product, to be responsible in the beginning of our life cycle and the end of our life cycle. And if that's just two things, then let's just go go after and honestly live by those standards of two things, the FSC sourcing and the BPI compostability. Don't get overwhelmed by the long laundry list of things you can do. Just focus on what is meaningful to you and your product and how can you best communicate that to your customer. I want to switch gears and talk about branding. Lunchskin's products are covered with playful designs and colorful patterns. So how did you develop the image and branding for Lunchskin's? It was pretty easy, but also very intentional. 10 plus years ago, when we were just starting out, we we knew that we were targeting a school age. Initially, it was, let's, let's focus on that statistic, 20 million plastic sandwich bags thrown out every day in school lunches. And we thought, all right, let's make you know a real dent in that. Let's eliminate single-use plastic. We knew we were targeting school-age children, but we, we did not want to dumb it down and kind of become a cartoon and limit ourselves. So the designs we were gravitating to were very modern and bold and fun, but also appealed to a 30-year-old professional or um, a mom, the the same mom that was going to be choosing something with her children, we wanted her to carry it as well. You know, if she's going out or grabbing snacks or going to do, you know, an activity. So it was very intentional that we not, you know, play to a kitty design, but play to a design that aesthetically appealed to men, women, children, adults, you know, everyone, and keep it pretty modern and fresh and bold and kind of a new face on environmental, you know, sustainability used to be the brown bag, the kind of crunchy old school. We, we wanted to put a real fun, modern, colorful face on that. And I bet it's such a differentiator on shelves as well when you're in a grocery store or looking at products down an aisle. So I love that. It pops. Yeah, pops. And, you know, honestly, we needed to draw people in. Um, We were first to market with this concept and we knew we had to jump out on shelf. And we also knew people are going to lead with what they like if they don't like it the look of it and the price isn't right. You can't get them there just on the mission. So we talked about how retail was a huge partner. At which point did you decide to go online and set up your own online store? And why did you enter the e-commerce space? Uh, Truthfully, e-com was the very first thing we did. So we started out with e-com coming all the way back in 2009. And, you know, that first site was built by us sitting hunting and pecking and trying to put together our own GoDaddy website. Literally, we we were not techie <laughs> web designers at all, but that was the first, you know, front porch to our brand. So Lunchkin started with a, a site that, of course, we quickly outgrew and needed to become more professional. And now it's, it's, it's awesome. And, you know, the focus is on a lot of photos and videos to help educate formed and connected 
uh, to us and to our movement and our mission and what we're doing and sharing information about how we give back. And, you know, that type of stuff really resonates with our customer. And, you know, again, they care about the environmental and social impact. It's also taking advantage of, of tools and things that, that Shopify provides, like the carbon neutral deliveries. So for us, the website is, you know, the front porch to our brand. You know, we've really grown our presence in retail stores, but we've always, always, always really had a strong focus and eye on how to keep our website relevant and um, up to date and really informative to, you know, educate. So excited to learn more, Kirsten. I'm chatting with Kirsten Quigley, the founder of Lunch Skins. I hope you're enjoying this episode. If you haven't already, please follow or subscribe to Shopify Masters on your listening platform and leave us a review or feedback for the show. Thank you. So I wanted to talk about the fact that Lunch Skins gives back to the planet with 1% on every order. So tell us how you built this aspect of the business model. Again, as a mission-driven brand, it's pretty central to who we are to want to give back to folks in the environmental space that are working on ocean conservation, ocean health, specifically with animals and plastics and things like that. We learned pretty early on we couldn't do it all, so we started to say, who can we work with to help kind of build out our vision and, and support and kind of align our vision and build on each other's communities. We worked with the Sea Turtle Conservancy for a little bit of time. We worked with Five Gyres, who's focused on eliminating single-use plastic in the oceans and really educating folks on just how much is out there floating and in, in amassing in our oceans in these five gyres all over the different uh, seas. We've worked with Oceanic Preservation Society, um, who's done a great job of shining a light from a media standpoint on what's going on with climate health. And, you know, all these groups have a vested interest in a healthier planet, and in our case, eliminating plastic pollution and protecting oceans and clean land space. So I think, you know, the, the give back, we're, we're always looking for and building new partnerships and keeping an open eye towards how we can keep expanding you know, kind of that, that mission and growing it with, with other folks, you know, in the space we share. I think it's great to see these partnerships come to life because you're also lending your platform for the different organizations in addition to giving back, but also sharing the stage and featuring their initiatives. And I also noticed there's other aspects of different marketing initiatives you've done, like giveaways and also sharing recipes. So can you tell us some major marketing strategies that you currently have that have been the most impactful for Lunch Skins? You kind of nailed it with we have done some things where we've created a, a design-focused bag that gives back specifically to an organization. Um, for example, Sea Turtle Conservancy, we designed a sea turtle bag that gave them the opportunity to really build on that one animal and tell stories around how ocean health and, and sea turtles you know, were impacted by plastics. We, at, for a time, did a, a specific cause bag around a seabird, an albatross, knowing that they spend months out at sea and don't touch down on land for many, many weeks or months at a time, but you know are dipping into the ocean and picking up pieces and particles of plastic and then feeding it 
into their young and this kind of repeats into the, to the life cycle and into the food chain um, that affects all of us. So being able to pick something and tell a story around that, um, I think has been pretty effective in the case of, you know, sea turtles and, and um, albatross and seabirds looking at sharks. We've done some work with shark organizations to really tell that story again about ocean health and sharks as an apex predator and their migration patterns really move around the ocean quite a bit and being able to um, tell the story of plastic waste and single-use plastic entering the food chain and impacting all species all the way up to an apex predator and and then even into our own you know fisheries and and um, food chain so we've tended to turn to maybe a specific example and partnered up with a specific organization to be able to tell the story of a bigger planetary problem. And plastic is so visible. It's such a, a tangible thing that you can kind of follow it through one example and give people something sticky to hold on to that can then talk about the overall health of, of our oceans or of, of the planet. And you can relate it to, to climate change as well. When we talk about the production of plastic bags or incineration of plastic bags, releasing toxins and chemicals or the, the, the breakdown of particles in the ocean. And again, emitting more um, methane, greenhouse gases, and just further amplifying and accelerating climate change. So we're always looking for ways to work with folks who maybe have a specific slice of the world or conservation they're working in that we can kind of weave our stories together and give people a, a tangible way to understand how plastic and eliminating plastic is, is relevant. And I love the sharing of the spotlight and also featuring the different causes. I guess switching gears for someone who is new and they're trying to just get people more aware of their own brand or their own business, what kind of marketing strategies or advice you have for someone who's just starting to build their business? Well, I think people are so lucky today with just how online we all are. <laughs> we have such a platform um, and maybe the challenge is how you are able to stand out and not get lost in the abyss of, of so many people online, so many voices today online. But I will say that we have been very fortunate to you know, work with different partners and influencers and folks who can help talk to our mission and brand. And I think that it allows us to not be talking about ourselves all the time, but talking together with a community um, so that we, as you said, so we can each kind of amplify each other's voices or just tell your story, an authentic story, or in our case, purpose-driven story, um, and find others who can tell it with you, alongside you, for you, are really nice ways of expanding your brand and your mission and your vision. Amazing. I do want to wrap up our time and ask you if there's any new exciting Lunchkin launches or initiatives that you can share with us. Yeah, there are. In fact, right around the turn of 2023, we will be launching two new products. They're going to be the Lunchkin's snack bags 
And, you know, our big vision as, as a mission-driven brand is to scale sustainability. That's the, the goal and the vision that drives us every day. And all the products that we kind of bring into the Lunchkins um, assortment all work towards that, you know, that goal of scaling sustainability and making it accessible and affordable to more people so they can be part of this movement with us. And the snack bags are a great addition because they are the natural kind of extension of what we have in the marketplace today with our sandwich and our larger sandwich or quart bag. And so many, many families, young families had asked us for years for a smaller snack bag that, you know, they could kind of start their journey towards living more sustainably. And, and just we're excited to, you know, meet people where they are and bring a couple of new products into the marketplace that that just feel like a natural evolution of, of who we are. And, and we're excited for you guys to see, you know, see them out there in Walmart and Target and Kroger and, and all the other partners we work with. Amazing. We'll definitely be on the lookout for that. Thank you so much for being here, Kristen. Thank you. That's Kristen Quigley, the founder and CEO of Lunch Skins. I'm Shwang Esther Shan, and I'll catch you next time on Shopify Masters.